Hey listeners, I hope you enjoyed our Christmas episode. Now that it's January 2022, we want to bring you a story about new beginnings. 今天我们会听到 Carol 分享她移居美国的奋斗史，从一开始克服语言的障碍，或是面对文化上各种的冲击。Carol 谈到留学生或是移居美国都会碰到的问题。The last two years have been especially hard for her. With that said, let's hit rewind and go back to January 2020. 中国武汉肺炎疫情，世界卫生组织正式将这个病毒对于美国人轻忽新冠肺炎的严重性，跟公司老板的决策，我完全处于文化冲击的状态。疫情开始的前期，我戴口罩上班，老板看到我戴口罩，就问我是不是生病了，要不要回家。那我说，因为新冠肺炎的关系，我觉得戴了口罩比较安全。结果老板说，没生病就不需要戴口罩。后来有同事也是为了保护自己而戴口罩，结果老板直接请他回家。没过多久就被辞遣了。这真的是我觉得非常不合理的处理方式，也让我很震惊。So prior to this experience, Carol had settled into her life in the U.S. She loves camping and going on road trips with her partner and their two cat babies. She loves the cultural diversity and the opportunities California offers. It took her a long time to get to where she was, but now the outbreak was threatening her sense of security and safety again. Oh, 就很多人都在这边啊，因为 pandemic 的关系都回去台湾嘛。他们就说：“你怎么不回来呢？怎么不回来工作？”说：“我没有办法。”<laughs> like a lot of youngsters in Taiwan, Carol felt the impact of generation disparity. The country's Gini coefficients dance at around 0.78, with zero representing complete equality, and one for complete inequality. The top 10% and the richest 1% of households hold 62% and 24% of the nation's wealth, respectively. Since 2004, there has been a clear trend toward a concentration of wealth among the population 50 and older. As a result, the kids are not happy, and they're leaving. And Carol was one of them. In 2009, she quit her job and made her way to the land of opportunity. Then,在学校的学习过程中，经历了许多困难跟阻碍。有的时候，教授们说的太快，或是使用了一些专有名词，我都会听不懂，造成我会遗漏一些重要的讯息，而我也得一直求助同学的帮助。在这一年里，我认
This helped her land her first job in retail as a visual merchandiser after completing her master's. 从学校毕业之后，大概一个多月的时间，我找到了一份在零售业做商场设计的工作。这也是我第一次在一个完全没有人会说中文的环境之下工作。我为了让自己在很短的时间内可以融入环境，了解工作上的内容，以及可以流畅的跟同事主管沟通，我得很专注的听同事主管交代任务，学习他们谈话内容的字句。然后默默的记下来。嗯，我总共在零售业工作了三到四年的时间，也碰到了各式各样的同事。我强迫自己从他们的话语中学习口说英文，以及学习讲英文时的流畅性以及腔调。If her learning with her ex-boyfriend was like military boot camp, her job as a visual merchandiser was the real battle. She was incredibly lucky to be surrounded by supportive colleagues and supervisors, but the new challenge also made her hyper aware of how everything was said around her. She paid careful attention to their word choices and their prosody, especially intonation. By consciously imitating the native speakers, she achieved advanced fluency in less than five years. 几年后，我决定更换工作的跑道。我很幸运地进入一间台湾的电子公司工作，因为已经习惯美国公司的工作方式跟环境，所以我对于在华人公司工作的文化有一些冲击。当时的面试分作三关，前面两次都是用英文面试，最后一次直接用中文面试。进了公司之后，发现。公司的员工有百分之八十以上都可以使用中文沟通，所以我几乎没有需要用英文交流的机会。工作的方式也很知识化，不像美国公司在工作上比较弹性，感觉员工就是很中规中矩的上班下班，就很像在一个被保护的泡泡里面。After working a few years in retail, Kira received a better offer from a Taiwanese tech company. For the first time in years, she was home without being home. The experience was a bit of a reverse culture shock. Eighty percent of a coworker spoke Mandarin. It was one of those typical Taiwanese bubbles you often find in California. She had very little opportunity to use any English at all. 我有注意到有些从台湾总公司调职过来的员工，虽然已经在美国工作了好几年，但英文的能力进步的很缓慢。这也让我也有一些担忧，毕竟语言的部分还是需要有更多的练习，尤其是像我这样英文非母语的留学生，会很容易变得生疏。Eager to adapt to the changing times, Carol decided to go back to school for a second master's in web design and new media. Upon graduation, she very quickly found a job as a UI designer at an e-commerce company. Sadly, six months into her job, the COVID Pandemic broke out. Pandemic began to spread in the beginning. Americans use a very friendly attitude to look at it. They don't care about masks or wearing masks. When t 也才了解到戴口罩的重要性。疫情不止严重影响了大家的生活
美国的经济也受到很大的冲击。这一年来，我深深地感受到东西方文化的差异。COVID was hitting everyone hard, but some days it seemed to be hitting the Asian community even harder. 在美国，华人被歧视的现象在疫情开始之后，可以比以前更明显的感受到。各地华人被歧视的新闻层出不穷，自己多多少少也有经历到被歧视的现象。尤其离开加州之后，可以更明显的感受到美国人对我们不是太友善的态度。我从二零零九年到美国，歧视的问题其实一直都存在着。之前美国人还会稍微掩饰自己的态度，但在这一年多来，大家开始把自己的反应放大，把一切的问题都归咎于华人，让我今天对于生活的环境感到些许的担忧，跟没有安全感。Despite the rise in anti-Asian hate in North America, we still want to end the story on a hopeful and optimistic note. Recently, Carol and her friends were intentionally ignored by a worker at a fast food restaurant. Instead of leaving, Carol stood her ground and demanded to be served. The person didn't look her in the eye the entire time he took her order. If he had, he would have realized, like him, Carol has been doing her very best to build a life in the U.S. This is undeniably her home. This has been her home away from home for over a decade. And they're all in the same boat. 虽然因为疫情的关系，美国的就业市场没有疫情前那么理想，但我最近得到了一个与台湾电子公司面试的机会，也很幸运的得到了这份工作。面试的过程中，虽然是使用英文交谈，但是面试主管在面试的最后一小段时间用中文跟我聊天，聊起台湾的一些事情。让我感受到了一股常年在外的学子希望得到的温暖。在美国生活的十二年时间，不管是辛苦还是开心，我在无形之中已经喜欢且习惯这边的生活，也慢慢的将美国当成是我的第二个家了。Carol is currently working at Supermicro, a U.S. company founded by Taiwanese immigrant Charles Liang. Maker of servers and motherboards, the company earned 3.3 billion in revenue last year. For the rest of the season, we will look at what it takes to create your own opportunities in the post-pandemic world. You will put your attention to job hunting in the global market. From teaching English to preparing for the interview and interviews, we prepared rich content that will help you prepare for the interview and interviews. Thank you for joining us. I encourage you to listen to this episode multiple times. You can find the full transcript, the link attached. If you want to show your support, you can subscribe to our study guides and additional learning materials. 如果你想分享你的故事，欢迎和我们联络。